Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Outlook by Brooke. I know I say this a lot lately, but I'm really excited for today. I mean, the White Hats have been winning in so many areas, as Donald Trump would say, winning bigly. (laughs) And I just feel like this whole um, thing that we've been going through as a country is just wrapping up and coming together so beautifully. I know that we still have a ways to go, but I'm just at peace with where we're at and what is coming and what has happened. So, um, as we all know, Q has been back and posting, and that is exciting because now the things that are posted are more relevant than um, future proofs past type things. So, the things that we're reading now with the Q drops are things that we can be looking for the same day, not wait for them to happen years ahead. So, that is exactly what happened today. We had a Q post this morning, and I'm going to read it to you guys. It's, um, and coincidentally, it's also in the news. So, you know, doesn't get better than that. It's Q drop 4,958. It says, what is at stake? Who has control? Surprise witness? Who was surprised? Who will be surprised? Use your logic. Can emotion be used to influence decisions? How do you control emotion? Define, quote-unquote, plant. How do you insert a plant? Can emotions be used to insert a plant? Who is Cassidy Hutchinson? Trust the plan. Q. Now, uh, a lot of those questions you may be seeing is vague. So, I decided I was going to do a little research, and I looked up who Cassidy Hutchinson is, and she is in the news now, and it is just a glorious day to be alive. (laughs) So, let me go to my little notes app. I've written some things down. Um, I looked at a couple different articles. Um, Just, I wanted to kind of get the whole view of who she is, what she did, where she's coming from, and what she's saying. So, um, she was um, Mark Meadows' executive assistant while the Trump administration was in office. And she gave her testimony to the January 6th committee and the trial and all that. And so maybe that is why it says surprise witness, um, because she gave her testimony as a witness. And... I'm not really sure who should be surprised or how the plant got put in, but here is the facts. She said that Trump wanted his supporters to be allowed inside of the event space, even though he had knowledge that they had weapons. Now, does this sound like Trump to you guys? Because that was a red flag for me. I know without a shadow of a doubt that Donald Trump has always been one for peaceful protests and prosperity. So, that was um, a red flag for me. Blatant lie, in my opinion. But we'll go on. She said the president um, didn't care even that there was military-grade equipment. And he wanted the metal detectors gone. Now, with the first thing that I told you she said, you can imagine how I feel about the second thing. 
She suggested that his mean tweet about Mike Pence came right after she heard, after the president heard chanting, hang Mike Pence, quote unquote. So basically, she's saying at this point that he only put it because he heard people saying hang Mike, Twi- hang Mike Pence. So she, he was like, oh, I'm going to write a mean tweet and just like rile them up, which I don't really know that anybody was chanting hang Mike Pence. I wasn't personally there, but um, he's Donald Trump is never one for, you know, just all this monstrosity. We never even had any war during his um, presidency. So I don't really see that point either. Don't really understand homegirl. I think she's a little crazy, but (laughs) Um, she also said that people tried to get the president to blame Antifa. And he had knowledge that these were his supporters who were doing these crazy, god-awful things, like breaking into the Capitol. Now, I I know that he is a wise man, okay? Even, like, once the election was stolen, he sat down with more than a handful of people to see what his options were to do things legally, and he was patient, and he listened to everybody, so... Um, I think that he's got a good team behind him and he's got a clear mindset. So I don't see, um, really where he could see that his supporters were doing this. I think that he had got a a tip off that there were going to be people that were even FBI, which we clearly all saw the, um, the ear period. earpieces, the wrist watches that all match, um, and that the, the police actually let people in and, you know, then we're like, oh, no, 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 they, they, they definitely trespassed. So we saw that this was a setup. We saw that they were agitating people and most people that were there all day that were Trump supporters even went out and said it was the most peaceful protest that they had ever been to. Up until these people came from the back and were like urging them to break in. So, as far as it being Antifa, I'm really not quite sure that it was Antifa, but I do know that it was not Trump supporters. So, that is like her millionth blatant lie. Then she also says that she claims that Trump was violent on several occasions by ripping tablecloths off of tables and breaking dishes. And I've never seen a, a violent side of him. I think the most um, aggressive behavior you can say that he has is determination. So I think that was even a blatant lie, okay? I just, at this point, she's like, she's got zero. You know what I mean? Like, she's not really a credible um, source, being that everything that she's saying is so easily, like, we can see through the veil, We can see that there are lies, and we can see that she was logically put here to tell these stories. And then to top it all off, you guys, here's the cherry on top of the cake, okay? She said that day, whenever he had ripped the tablecloth off of a table, that he had walked away, and there was ketchup on the wall and stuff, and, you know, she just started doing what any other woman would have done. She started cleaning the mess. Because generations of women before her would have done the same thing. 
Like, she's just such a golden child, you guys. <laughs> I just personally can't deal with it. I, you know, don't, don't, vic don't victimize yourself or whatever. If you're going there to say what happened at January 6th, own up to it. Whatever it is that you saw, like, honesty. Honesty is the best policy. And everything that she has said thus far has led me to believe that she is not a credible source. And I don't even just see it with my eyes or hear it with my ears. It's just like sets well in my spirit that she's not a credible source. So enough time on that because she is a crummy person. And we're going to go on from that, okay? Um, there's an American company. Their name is Metal Shark. Um, they make like aluminum boats and stuff. They said that they will be providing six maritime combat vessels to Ukraine. So I guess where I'm going to go with that, you guys, is that we have to be careful who we support in this time because we don't want to, you know, have part in supplying money or giving efforts to Ukraine, being that they had 40-something biolabs and they have been having their closed banking system. They have, you know, Biden owns property there that they, you know, funneled all their money there. It's just their government is corrupt. And I can't say that ours isn't, but we're not going to go and fund another country in doing something that is not good. I just don't believe in it. And so, next on our list of things to talk about is Jelaine Maxwell. I'm pretty sure that at this point in time, it's a household name. Everybody knows who she is. And I personally have heard testimonies of um, women that made it on Epstein Island. Um, and like an adolescent age, like 13, 14, 15. And basically said that, you know... Um, they were promised this, that, and the other. They thought it was a good opportunity. Once they went, they were forced to, like, give massages and some other explicit things afterwards. And that Jelaine was there the whole time. So, I just don't think that they're sending, the sentencing is right. And even if you leave out all of the satanic ritual abuse that she was probably a part of, I just don't think her sentence of 20 years is okay. I mean, I think that she should have a year for every year that she participated on top of a year for everybody that she can account that she brought to Epstein Island. And that would pretty much lock her up for life. That is what she deserves because she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was a part of. And I want you guys to actually go and look at the picture of her um, about five years ago versus her today. You know, they released a, a courtroom picture of her. And I looked up her age. She's 60 years old. And you can see clearly she looks rough. That is the result of the adrenochrome leaving her body. She is no longer youthful looking. She has aged at least like 30 years. I mean, so I, I do believe that she was part of satanic ritual abuse and adrenochrome. Just, just by the pictures, you know, not even by everything else that I knew. And the last thing that I'm going to leave you guys with today is the Supreme Court Opinion Issuance Day has, they put another one tomorrow, meaning that they had four cases, I think it was total, to go over. They 
hit two today. If you go on the Supreme Court website, you can see exactly what those cases were. Now that they have an opinion issued on those cases, um, they are legally out in the open to the public. And so they have two more for tomorrow. And I really strongly think that maybe we will see tomorrow, maybe Friday, but I really, I'm thinking more of tomorrow. If they have a case on the election fraud, I think it will be tomorrow because here's why I say this. We have a four-day weekend for most people because of 4th of July, which means that a lot of people will be out and about traveling, not listening to the news, not worried about what's going on um, for, the, for, you know, those four days, the Friday through Monday. So if they're going to give, um, the, if they're going to give the American people an opinion issued on that, that specific topic, that it would make time, it would make sense to me that they would give us that four day weekend to really like either celebrate or digest the information. Um, especially since Independence Day is the 4th of July, what better way to celebrate would be to be feeling like we are winning, like we are independent outside of everything that the Supreme Court has already issued. Because we've we've hit a lot of like awesome victories lately in the Supreme Court. But it just makes sense to me that um, maybe tomorrow we'll hear back on the election fraud. And I think that would literally make everybody's 4th of July even sweeter. Now, even though it's a four-day weekend for most, I will um, upload a video tomorrow, Thursday, the next day, Friday, as per usual. And I will also be doing a 4th of July video. So don't think just because everybody else has a four-day weekend that I'm going to stop reporting for you guys because I'm not. So you guys be safe. Follow me on um, Truth Social at Brooke Petrie. And I cannot wait to come back for you for more information.